Hello, welcome to Isolation Gigs. My name is um, Elliot Porter. Sorry, not Isolation Gigs. That was last year's podcast. One pint, one song. That's right. Um, my, my name is Elliot Porter. This is the show where I chat to a different songwriter every week um, about a song of theirs, some of their influences, and um, we have a look at their music. Uh, we chat about it. We see what the uh, reasons behind the songs were, and then we just take some audience questions as well. So hello to everyone that's joining us. Um, we're streaming across three or four places today um, and our uh, page Isolation Gigs as well. So um, if anyone has any questions, I'll try and put them up on screen. Um, we normally do the question and answer thing at the end. Um, but if there's any relevant questions that you want to chuck in as we go, I will put them to our guest and we will try and answer them. If you've got any questions for me, I will also try and answer them as well. So keep uh, subscribing. You can subscribe down the bottom, uh, Elliot Porter Music on YouTube. It helps grow the podcast um, and keep commenting on the stream uh, because we like a bit of interaction. And um, we've had a two week break, but this is episode 10 um, and we're aiming to keep it going actually now. So we're going to keep it going throughout May. Uh, throughout June and then we might take a little break in uh, the summer um, hoping hoping we get a, a nice summer so July and August and then season two will come back um, at some point so I can already see quite a few people in the chat already so uh, I'll try and put your chats up as they come and uh, any questions just let me know and I'll try and put those up as well so if you're listening on audio this goes out as an audio podcast um, about two or three days after the live, which we're on now on Facebook and YouTube. Um, and so you can catch that on Spotify, um, Apple Music, um, Anchor FM, pretty much anywhere you can kind of listen to a podcast, you will probably find it on there. So um, yeah, once again, thank you for joining. Um, and why don't I bring in our guest this week? So um, I'm very pleased to have with us um, Someone that I actually met uh, doing an, on, an online podcast like this one, actually. Um, and uh, I haven't managed to catch um, her live yet, but hopefully that will be in the future. Uh, now COVID's kind of like letting us do gigs again. So please welcome Nuala. How are you doing? Hello. I'm good. How are you? I'm pretty good, <laughs> thanks. I'm pretty good. Um, good. I got the I got the intro wrong. I said the podcast that we used to do last that. year. So uh... yeah, and I just gone and got myself a beer as well. <laughs> Actually, I've got two drinks because I needed to use up some wine. So I've got this. Awesome. And I got this. Oh, lovely! <laughs> Excellent. So we got a bit so of wine. Good. We've got a bit of beer. I've got yeah. a, a cider on the go here. Nice. Um, that looks fresh. And that's in a proper pint glass as well. It lovely. is. It's in a pint glass as well. So trying that's to get awesome. in the summer mood, even though it's. Yeah tipping it down with rain no, today so hello everyone by the way it's been a little while because i usually do these wednesday live streams and uh every evening on a wednesday and it's been a little while so it's nice to see everyone on here hello everyone. yeah we've got a few <laughs> we've got loads of hellos coming up here so i'm just gonna like quickly put them all up um oh you can see it this is so cool because i've actually got my phone up so i'm seeing like comments on there as well because it's nice to see yeah who's yeah here. so i've got it that way as well it's really cool yeah it's really cool yeah. I'll, I'll try and put everyone's kind of um comments up as they come in um yes isabel on the port wine port wine oh mine's yeah, tasting like good. port right now so it's been <laughs> open a few <laughs> it's weeks it's been, been open a while yeah, yeah yeah it gets that porty kind of yeah like mm. um mm -hmm. thing but you know um yeah. it's still good it's still good so um yeah, how are you doing anyway? How are you doing in these um, in these strange times? Yeah, good. I'm kind of, I'm, I'm feeling excited now because we're getting out of it and things are starting to happen and I've got some gigs booked and things and some exciting things happening in my midst. So it's good. And I feel like this is the year for preparation. Yeah. I feel like this is all preparation for like bigger things and yeah, so it's good. Absolutely, yeah. You can kind of get everything in place, can't you? Knowing that there's kind of like, stuff happening down the line whereas like when you're busy you don't you don't really get a chance to do all that stuff kind of um you kind of yeah. do it as you go along but yeah i mean we've had so much time to get everything in in place haven't we so uh yeah exactly it's been it's good. A good it's a good time for that and um how have you found uh how have you found the kind of period for writing is it has it been i know a lot of people have found it good like a lot of people have found it quite difficult um how do, how do you think you found it um, there's been, I've been like ups and downs really. I think mm. at the start of 
the first lockdown, like last March, I started writing some really good songs actually. And one of the songs I sent you, Warrior, I wrote that yeah. at the start of the lockdown. There was another couple as well. And it's been quite good for me actually. I think, um, you know, I think I think with like, whether I'm in a lockdown situation or not, like there's always like ups and downs and I might go a month or so when I don't write and then I'll just like, I've been writing quite a lot recently. I feel like when I have something to like boost me, like I've yeah. got quite a cool thing. I'm going to the US in like a couple wow. of weeks. So, and actually no one knows about this really, but <laughs> I just thought, I don't know, it's quite an exciting thing. But at the same time, I'm like, I don't want to say too much or cause it's yeah. like, you never know what might happen. You know, the music industry and it's very, uh, people can be flaky and things are very up and down. And I feel like there's been a few moments in my life where I thought something might happen and it didn't so yeah. but it's it's looking good and i think when you have people that are kind of um supporting you and giving you that um, you know that yeah. kind of boost you kind of i don't know it springs you into action a little bit i don't know it's just a weird psychological thing and you start writing freely because you think oh people actually like what i'm doing just as I, what i'm doing you know without yeah. trying to say oh maybe you should write something a bit like this and change this here and it's like no they're like no, we love your songs just as they are. So it's like, great, okay, there's people that actually really like what I do. And, you know, so it kind of, yeah, it's been giving me that boost recently, which is good. I think that's yeah. the ultimate, isn't it? When someone comes along and they and they go, actually, no, we'd really like what you're doing. Keep yeah. doing it and, and do more of it. And you're right, because yeah. we all kind of write songs because we love doing it. Um, and, you know, we have sets to fill and, and gigs to do and stuff. But sometimes, yeah, you can get into a point of going, oh, well, you know, is is there another reason I'm doing it? And, you know, are people actually picking it up? And then when they do, it proves that all that hard work that you've done was all worth it kind of thing, doesn't it? It's true. It's so true. I feel like, yeah, it's, uh, I've had a bit of a revelation moment recently. And then I kind of had a few months where I was like by myself without a manager. I had a manager yeah. for like two years before. And then end of uh, last year, I kind of, we split ways. And, uh, and I kind of felt like a lot of, I don't know, a sense of like freedom again, of like mm. kind of doing my own thing and being able to do whatever I wanted and like taking back control of my career in any way I want. And then I'd kind of, I don't know, I'd had a lot of frustrations in the past, like I'm not where I want to be and everything like that, as we all do, you know, yeah. and we compare and everything like that. And I'd got to a point where I literally didn't care anymore. And I was like, I'm, I'm going to be doing music forever do you know what i mean like it is my passion i there's you what with me there's never going to be a moment where i was like i give up i'm yeah. so jaded and like no one likes <laughs> it and da -da. no i'm always going to do it because there's nothing else so um yeah so i got to that point and i was like you know no matter where i get up to even if it's just the 20 people that are listening right now you know because uh it's amazing like the support i get from people and um it means the world and yeah that counts for a lot so but then once i got to that point like i got that phone call and I was like yeah. oh okay um you know I don't know it's almost like you have to get to a sense of acceptance for Absolutely. then like for then you know to really shine I feel yeah and, do you know what yeah. I've I've heard that uh, before as well from from other artists and it's almost like yeah you get to that point where you're comfortable whether whether people like it or not you're kind of comfortable in what you're doing and I think that shows and that kind of yeah. shines through in a kind of a radiant kind of confidence um totally. and and it also looks it's probably the most natural you can be isn't it and that's probably what people pick up on and yeah, yeah. um i think i think that happens and uh we've got here uh i know i could get from, distracted by that i'm like I know, oh yeah. sorry it's, it's the hardest <laughs> thing do you ever do like live gigs the hardest thing i do on on these things is doing a live gig and trying to read people's comments um, yeah. As no, you go, but I'm because... quite bad because I talk a lot and I, yeah. and I and I stop sometimes in between songs as well, and I'm just like, oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, I don't know. It's but so yeah. easy. It's so easy to to read people's comments and you forget what you're playing sometimes. Yeah. But people are loving Frida Leafwell, which is we gave the plant a name mm. in the background. Oh, okay. Um, usually, cool. I stream from the other end of the room, so I have the plant next to me at the side. And uh, I don't know, everyone was trying to come up with a name last time. So we came with, we came up with Frida Leafwell. Frida Leafwell. I like it. <laughs> That's it sounds, the name of the plant. Sounds like a poet or something. I That's know, really cool. It's quite nice. Um, yeah, we've actually, yeah, I can see now we've got a lot of comments um, <laughs> about the, uh, about the plant. So, and uh, Dean says, all new Allah songs, tunes, 
are hot, hot, hot. How are you not made famous? <laughs> I do not know. <laughs> oh, thank you, Dean. That's great. Um, I'm loving. I'm loving the comments, and I'm loving the passion that people are showing for the music because um, amazing. Honestly, that's what amazing. we want. That's yeah. what we want. Uh, uh, after all. Um, Love so you guys. yeah, so <laughs> <laughs> it's great. Yeah. There's there's so many here. I'm just going to keep putting them up, and uh, mm -hmm. and we'll we'll roll with it. Um, so when I was doing uh, a little bit of research and, and reading about like um, what you do, so I normally should say actually I, I should say where I I met you, um, and and it's kind of a sign of the times. But I kind of was on the same show as yours on Martin Lumsden's Discover TV. <gasps> show okay. yes. um and they were playing your song as i was kind of coming in and i think you were going um it was one of those shows where they bring people in and then then other people go out and you know yeah. um and i don't know when it was it was probably about a year ago or so mm. um so I, I never really met you but i kind of felt like i did because i listened to I, I watched your song i listened to it and i really liked it and then um they asked me about it when I went on the show and I wanted to say to you that I really liked it but you'd already gone I think so um that's Aww. basically how that's basically how I kind of came across your music but I also know that you've done work with Talent Bank um yeah. and I've seen your name around the kind of London scene because I do I do the same kind of scene as well um so it's yeah it's great to finally meet you um yeah. not in person but as close as you yeah. can get when it comes to podcasts. No, it's um, great. And I feel like there's been a lot of these over the past year. Everyone's like meeting new people, but it's always like online. It's always yeah. never, this is the new reality that we're in, so. It is, it is. <laughs> and um, yeah, you've got, to, you've got to kind of roll with it. And uh, yeah. Viviana, it says, Nuala's amazing Vivi. singer. I love her own tunes. Yeah. Vivi. Awesome. And um, I, yeah, well, this, this is a question we may come back to later, but uh bradders bradley says anything in the works for an album soon always like yeah <laughs> i mean the thing is these days it's always about eps isn't it and yeah. the problem is it's all it's all singles based now which yeah. is shit because it's like you know it, i loved when I, I remember listening to like albums and like start to finish and you'd have those tracks that aren't necessarily like hit songs you know and single songs but you still love them and you might love them more than those singles as well so i feel yeah. like that gets missed out a lot now because people aren't so focused on albums um and it's all about just releasing single after single but i would love to put out an album and it's definitely i'm you know it's gonna happen at some point but at the minute it's working on getting an ep out by the end of the summer with this uh, production company in the us um i should be going over there in a couple of weeks and recording and stuff and then um awesome. hopefully by i don't know next year hopefully have an album out i've got the songs you know i just need to kind yeah. of get it all together so that'd be good yeah it's definitely gonna happen sounds great yeah i'm i'm an album person like yeah. traditionally and I, I i yeah i love i love albums but yeah the way it is going you know i can kind of understand it um so it's kind of like put a load of singles together and then make an album now isn't it really rather than yeah make an album and then pick the singles from it so um yeah you know in some ways it's quite a nice way to do it as well um yes we've got some great stuff on here um hi bex hello 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 to everyone that's in the tony comments. masking your slight anxiety what do you mean by that tony i'm not anxious don't don't put things on me <laughs> no i think i know what you mean you're making me anxious now uh, bless you hope you're doing well tony Dean says, get a CD out. I want to hold a signed copy in my hand. Well, that's nice. Um, yeah, CDs that's are hard, though, aren't they? It yeah. is hard. And you don't know whether... I don't know about you, but... I don't know. I feel like CDs now, it's like a proper old school thing, isn't it? Yeah. It's like almost like... It's almost like uncool to have... Although it's like, fuck that, because it's like, if people yeah. want a physical CD, then... But like, it's almost like if you are getting CDs, it's kind of like you're not with the times and it's like... Yeah. A bit, I don't, you know, and yeah, and obviously it's all about streams and everything now. So it's like you're always trying to urge people to listen on Spotify or whatever to get those stream numbers up. You don't want people like listening to a CD over and over because you want all that to be on the on Spotify. But but I totally understand like people wanting a physical thing as well. So I don't know. Yeah, yeah, it, it's one of those weird things. I yeah. I've certainly won't be making like tons and tons of CDs like I used yeah. to because. Ultimately, like you say, there's not really much point when most people 
don't really want them but maybe like for like certain fans that want them i might do like a run of like i don't know 30 40 cds if, if anyone kind of wants them um, yeah i think that's good like you know like limited edition type thing yeah that's quite a cool thing yeah because it is nice sometimes if, if people want a signed copy of it and stuff and but yeah. yeah in in general yeah cds are kind of sadly um well i don't <laughs> even have a cd player anymore like there's not even one in my car so yeah no it's, i don't i don't even know where i'd play a cd which is sad yeah but... <laughs> i know it's a sad thing but Grant's um, like, how do you sign a download? That's yeah, so I saw that. That's a great. <laughs> that's a great thing, isn't it? Because yeah. yeah, that's that's the point. Yeah, I don't know. Um, maybe there's some other way that we can come up with that we can yeah. do that, but I don't know how. Yeah. Um, it's really annoying me. This shadow. Can you see? Like, it's the, it's just annoying me. There's no way oh, out because it's this. But the mo- it's that, annoying. That thing, yeah. Yeah. I mean, you, I mean, you can take it away and see what it sounds like. But I think it's just the lighting. Look, yeah. Change. Nah, it's, I'm just gonna have to deal with the shadow. Yeah. It's fine. We'll just uh, <laughs> we'll just deal with it. It's it's pretty uh it's pretty kind of ad hoc this show anyway. So, okay. um, yeah, we'll we'll roll with it. So I also understand well, um, from from the buyer, I think. I read that you've been like writing songs since like the age of 10 or something. Yeah. That's yeah, amazing. Yeah, a long time. Well, yeah. I always knew I wanted to sing since I was a little baby. And um, I know it sounds kind of cliche sometimes when people are like, how long have you been doing this? And I'm like, mm. literally my whole life. I can't remember a time when I didn't sing and I didn't want to be a pop star. Like, I was like, that is my thing. Um, but then I realized quite quickly that you don't really get respect if you just sing like as a mm-hmm. like a female singer you've got to like write your own songs yeah. so i realized that quite quickly and i've always been i always like enjoyed like writing stories and stuff as a kid anyway and i like just you know creative stuff like that so yeah it came quite naturally and i remember my first song was uh i went and lived in america for a year when i was nine with my oh, wow. my mum got a job to work at harvard which is like big claim to fame type thing like you know very proud and uh yeah so me and my little brother went over there when we were kids for like nine months and uh I came back and I wrote a song called the US of A (laughs) and that was my first song I think so I remember that I remember I remember that that was I was 10 then and I remember that was one of my earliest songs so I think it was probably about that age yeah yeah awesome wow I mean that's a great experience to go and live in America at that age and and yeah. also to be writing songs from that age is is amazing, really. Yeah. Yeah, I started off on a keyboard. So oh, I cool. had a, a keyboard that I used to play. Actually, we had a little like, um, well, not a little. It was like a like an old like family piano um, that was always out of tune. It's never been in tune. Like as far it's still yeah. there now in the same house I grew up in. It sounds <laughs> even more dreadful now, but it's always yeah. sounded bad. But I used to play on that, and then I got a keyboard. And, uh, and then I realized that actually going um, and gigging and stuff, when I started doing that, it's much easier to carry a guitar than a keyboard. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's much yeah. more transportable. So then I started learning guitar. Um, yeah. Yeah, I, I had the same journey, really. Like, I, I am a piano player, really. Um, but yeah, f- purely for gigging, I was getting so fed up with with turning up to like an open mic with a piano and like no one yeah. else played piano. So it was just like, although it's cool, you kind of stand out. It, it's kind of not it's not like feasible to carry it on the tube and stuff and all that you kind can't of stuff. just get it out on the tube or like wherever you are it's, no. like, it's so nice i love just like and that's what i miss actually i've missed this year is just like impromptu like busking and jamming out mm. and about and stuff you know like if you bring your guitar to a gig or whatever you're gonna have that for the night so like after parties and stuff you know when you're at the bus stop and you're like get the guitar out get yeah, your jam yeah, yeah, going yeah. on you can't do that with a piano just like hold on guys i'm oh, just no. gonna like <laughs> yeah. set everything up and like <laughs> it's coming where's you know, the plug so. yeah no exactly it's like yeah anyone got um yeah it's better. <laughs> exactly oh, exactly yeah and yeah and the same i had the same thing i kind of taught myself to play guitar just so i could write songs really and, and, and play them and um weirdly then i started writing more songs on guitar than, than piano so I don't know, it yeah same it must be something so you you do <laughs> bust i just went down the wrong way yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's dear. that's the problem with this song that's sometimes this uh this podcast it sometimes happens you know does it um yeah too, too much too much uh <laughs> drinking and talking but um <clears throat> so you bust quite a bit i i, I imagine yeah, or, or I, you um, used to yeah yeah i've not done it for a little while i actually stopped <clears throat> because 
um, it was battering my voice. I did it for a mm. living for about two years. Yeah. Um, and it was so good. I got loads of great opportunities from it. And it was like a really good like learning curve. And like, you know, I met loads of cool people from it and great experience. But yeah, I just, um, I didn't know anything about warming up my voice around then. And I didn't yep. know, I had never, I'd never learned to sing properly. I just could sing and I never like got any lessons or anything. So um, yeah, and I just ruined my voice and I ended up getting nodules and I had to go through this whole oh. like vocal therapy, like working with a vocal coach, Josh, big up Josh, cause he helped me so much. Um, wow. Yeah, I had to go through this whole thing and basically kind of relearn how to sing in a way and like yeah. learn how to protect my voice. So now I have to do the whole straw in a bottle exercises thing beforehand, which I'm really bad at, but I try and be good. <laughs> Yeah, but I'd love to go out and busk again because it's been a while. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Busking is hard on the voice. And um, so if you went out now, would you have to do it like maybe go out once then have a day off or something and you know just <clears throat> yeah. rest the voice? Kind I, of think, I think my issue always was is like I'd get, especially if it was like a good crowd or something or I just had, it was a good vibe. You always yeah. feel like you just want to stay out longer and longer. So like yeah. six hours later, you're still there belting out these songs, you know? <laughs> um, yeah, and that's what does it. In the cold as well, when it, especially like in the winter months and when, you yeah. know, lots of pollution and it's not good for your voice. Yeah, no, exactly. And and you moved from is it Leicestershire originally, and you moved to London. Yeah. So was London good for good for busking? I've, I yeah. know quite a few buskers in London, and they say they say they love it. So yeah, yeah. I mean, I did a bit in Leicester before, but not really. I never did it full time. I knew I could make money out of it. I'd kind of um, yeah. I'd I'd we just went out with my guitar, and I um. I didn't have like amplification at that time yeah and um i realized i was getting a bit of money and i thought if i can amplify this and get out to more people it's going to do much better so yeah it was loads better once i sorted that but um but yeah i loved it obviously you have like bad days as well where like yeah. you know like i've had people trying to like rob my stuff or like try and like drunk people trying to get on my mic things like that yeah, or yeah. like <clears throat> just if it rains you know if it's tipping it down the whole day and you go out and the sun's shining before you leave you think this is great get on the tube all, yeah. the, all your stuff you know and then you just can't do anything for the whole day and it's a complete wasted day and sometimes yeah. you get no money you know it really depends doesn't it yeah it does yeah i've i've had i've i went on a busking tour once and all the places we picked in the uk that we thought we'd make money we made no money and then all the places we didn't think we'd make much money, we made more money than we thought. So yeah. you can't ever tell. Every day is just different, isn't it? Yeah. Um, and it's really hard still. So we've got some uh, comments here. Comments. Stephen, uh, hey Steve, how you doing? Uh, reminds me of Glenn Hansard talking about learning to project his voice playing on the streets to make yourself heard. Well, yeah, actually, I suppose if you play without a mic, you have to project your voice and... Um, yeah just to be heard yeah who's yeah. Glenn, glenn hansard i'm gonna make a so note. <clears throat> yeah actually yeah if you if you've if you've never seen the film once he's the uh, oh i have actually he's the he's the guy out of that and um ah. he's a great songwriter in his own right and um yeah that's a it's a great film and, and kind of a like a beautiful busking story i suppose yeah yeah i've seen it it's really like indie kind yeah of movie isn't it yeah it's made with like <clears throat> a handheld camera i love yeah. stuff like that yeah um just stuff that kind of gets right in the um right in there kind of thing and uh so what have we got here um let's have a look i did see a really good question up here from eric he says do you wish to be in the u.s touring well i imagine you probably would but uh yeah 100 percent, of course (laughs) yeah that'd be amazing but i'd love to tour around the uk as well but i feel like the uk i think this is why like you know I'm going off to the US to see what's going to happen here, you know, to completely yeah. different market, completely. I feel like in a way, <clears throat> the US is like, it's a bigger in terms of like, it's a bigger market. Like you have a whole like country music over there, which is like, we don't yeah. have here, you know, and, and different, yeah, 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 circles and stuff. Whereas here, I feel like it's very narrow, like in, mm-hmm. you know, um, yeah, the kind of stuff that people like. And like, in terms of, I'm talking like, obviously mainstream, you know, music, like commercial music. Um, but yeah, no, like, so I'd love to come and like do that in the UK because I've never done that, you know? I've never toured around yeah. the UK, which I just think is mad. But but yeah, man, I tour everywhere. World yeah. domination. Exactly, That's what I'm yeah. aiming for. Exactly, and <laughs> yeah, once you're done America, you come back to the UK and you'll probably be really well known and everything. So yeah, it'd be great. <laughs> and um, 
so are you going to live are you going to live in america for a bit then when you when you go over there um so the idea is um i'm going to go and spend 10 days over there initially this month mm. um to go and record and stuff and then um come back sort some stuff out and then the plan is to go over there for a couple of months and do like a little tour like travels around i think around the east coast um and it's going to be like documented and like it feels weird be saying this because i feel like yeah i don't know it always seems a bit too good to be true almost because it's like i literally like i said to you i got to that point in my mind and then i thought yeah and then like it's uh i don't know i'm kind of being told everything that every artist wants to hear which is a bit mad but yeah. um you yeah. know so obviously like you know going with the flow and seeing what happens but that is the plan and obviously plans don't always go to plan but it, yeah. um you know but that is the aim and to kind of get an ep out by the end of the summer and kind of build up my fan base and all those things and maybe get a deal if it's the right deal because i'm not gonna go with anyone that um yeah, is going to try and change anything about me. So Absolutely. But and this is the thing, because I know people have, sorry, I know there's a delay, yeah, yeah. so it's a bit, but um, <laughs> but I was, uh, this is the thing, because I've had people be like, oh, you know, don't, and like jokingly be like, oh, you know, don't you go to America and then come back with like a boob job and be bleach blonde <laughs> hair. And I'm like, oh, you really see that for me? But like, <laughs> but yeah, it's like, yeah, I, th that, I wouldn't work with, with anyone that, you know, these guys have said to me, we love you as you, you know, we think what's great is that you bring something real and authentic and, you know, and then that's what the industry needs. And it's kind of, yeah. you know, so it's amazing to be told that and be like, oh, okay, literally just me being me is like enough, you know, which is yeah. cool. Yeah. And that is what counts for me, like the authenticity yeah. and, and yeah, if, if people want to help you harness that, that that's amazing, I think. And um, Martin Lumsden, hello, Martin, how you doing? Good to see you both. Um, Hello, Martin. <laughs> Martin's a great support, great supporter of um, music in the UK. He is. He's and, amazing. And um, putting it out there. I did see a good question here uh, from Bradders Bradley to both of you. Tell us your funniest or weirdest busking experience. Well, there's probably been a few. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I'm trying to think of like the funny. I don't really have many funny busking experiences but I do have a weird one. I've got one in Cambridge like so Cambridge is really like um you know affluent it's a lovely place I used to play a lot of gigs up there and I used to busk before um before um doing gigs and stuff and yeah. uh so we, were, we were busking one day I think I was with my friend uh Tom who was busking as well like we kind of take it in turns and this very very um eccentric guy came up and he put he put some money in our kind of busking thing. And um, I was like, oh, thanks, mate. Yeah, nice one. Um, thanks for putting the money in, as you do. And then he walks off and then he comes back and takes the money out <laughs> and um, takes <laughs> takes the 50p piece out. Yeah, and I was no. like, oh, that's a bit weird. What's he doing? And you're playing away. You can't do anything. Yeah. Takes the 50p piece, walks the other side of the road and starts throwing it back at us. <laughs> so he starts throwing... <laughs> throwing money at us and telling us how bad he thinks we are. Oh, wow. And, and so I stopped and I said, well, if you think we're bad, why did you put money in the first place? And also just walk off, you know, like yeah. don't, don't throw money at us. It's, um, that, that was a very bizarre thing. Yeah, um, you get them all though, but that's mm. what's so great about it because you get so yeah. many eccentric people, weird people, which I love. Yeah. And it does, it does really help you. It tests you sometimes, but it's yeah. good. It makes you better at dealing with people in general, you know? Big time. Um, yeah, but I've, got, I've, had, I've had quite a few, cause I, you know, but um, I don't know, I've had lovely things, like people buying me, there was this one lady and she had this older lady and she had like a crush on me, like proper, like she made it very clear. And, um, and every time I used to bust there, she always used to get me flowers and she'd dance mm. around like this and she'd like dance around <laughs> in a circle. And like, that was really sweet. I had once, um, there was a guy who came up to me and I got a really good like gig from it. Cause he came up to me and was like, my wife is coming back um, from a like work, like vacation thing, whatever. 
um, and I want to surprise her and I'm cooking her dinner later. Would you mind coming round wow. in an hour? I'm just round the corner. I'll pay you and everything. Um, and I was like, okay, this could be the start of a horror film, but at the same time, <laughs> yeah. like, you know, like you'll just come round my house in like an hour. Like, okay, I don't know who you are or anything, but I was like, yeah, fuck it, go for it. Um, so yeah, in an hour I went, we like sorted out the payment there and then with my guitar as I was busking, you know, I was like, Cool. 150 quid yeah all right um <laughs> went Sounds round good. it was like in the middle of south kensington so like really posh you know mm. like he was um i think he was like a chiropractor or something yeah but um which is also weird he's just got like these beds like in it. anyway i go round and he's like he's like shh and he comes in he's like i've told you you're the cleaner and that i'm like okay <laughs> all right come in and then he sets me up behind these like doors you know these like op- what are they called where you can you know you know, the ones I mean, you can push aside type thing. Oh, and, yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and then I set up with my guitar. I'm like, I don't know what to expect. And then the next thing I know, and he's like, just start playing, like, now, just, like, quietly. I was like, okay. And then he, like, goes back round to the room. And then he just opens the door, and he's, like, sat, like, this romantic candles, flowers, like, in his dining room with his wife opposite, you know, <laughs> with wine and everything. And I'm just, like, playing. And they're having this, like, romantic moment. And I was just like, and she was just like, oh, my God. I was like... <laughs> it was so weird things like that are so great but you do feel a little bit like you're a fly on the wall totally you feel like you shouldn't really be there you're like wait a minute i'm just in this random guy's house playing songs in his living room do you know what i mean and they're having this like he's just made a like homemade lasagna and they're like i don't know but that was pretty cool (laughs) that's awesome i've always wondered with those situations because yeah i've never done one of those things i've seen them come up what happens when you've like finished playing is it really awkward do you kind of go Oh, see you later then. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, he like he thanked me, and he was just like, he was kind of like name dropping quite a lot as well, which yeah. was a bit weird. He was just like, oh, I know Amy Winehouse's manager, and I'm like, okay, like cool, but cool. Um, <laughs> I don't know. But then he was like, yeah, and he just gave me his card. He's like, thank you so much, and like she was very like happy and lovely, and yeah. And then I went and I got paid, and that was it. It was quite yeah, but yeah. <laughs> Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. I like it. Um, mm-hmm. Eric says pocket doors. Are they what? I don't know. I've not heard of pocket, pocket doors. Pocket doors. But, I don't know what that is. Um, <laughs> about those. Um, and Beck says, I still love this story. It's just the cutest. Yeah, it's the cutest. Oh, you've heard this one. Yeah. It's lovely. And um, as my friend Sam Cox says, love listening to these here and hearing all the different experiences and journeys. Thanks, Sam. Thank you, Sam. So I think this kind of leads us on to a good. I'm glad we talked about busking because mm. um, the first video we're going to show is um, your song called Keep Running. Yeah. Which I believe was filmed in Leicester Square yeah. in London. That's one of my, that was one of my like main spots. Yeah. There. yeah. That must be cool there because, I mean, it's so busy, isn't it? Well, it's in really normal busy. times. It's quite intense. You have to be ready for it because obviously you've got people coming from all different directions. And I found actually it's kind of better in the evening sometimes at the weekend when you get loads of drunk people. Yeah. And they love everything you do and they just give you notes. Just and throwing <laughs> money in. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is good. But it is touch and go. That spot is very... T- like It's either people are like into it and they stop, but because it's quite a crossover bit, it's yeah. like there's... um You know, people just tend to be busy and wanting to get to where they're going. So, yeah. But, yeah, good memories. <laughs> awesome. Well, what we'll do is we'll we'll um we'll disappear for a couple of minutes. We'll listen to the song. We'll let uh, everyone watch the video, and then we'll chat a bit about the song and how cool. um how it came about. So um we will chill for a second. Um, I think a lot of people have well, it's keep running. People know this one. Excellent. But yeah. <laughs> so yeah, if for everyone listening on audio, um, you'll be able to hear it. But everyone watching. Please enjoy the video. Living with swords on my side today. I got a lease of life, I feel okay. Need to call around, get them all loud, jump in the car and get them away. Cause it's love and the strength's been numbered We can try but they're never gonna run us Down, down Speakers loud, it's like we're on a come up With gear but they're never gonna race us Down, down, down Speakers loud, it's like we're on a come up With gear but they're never gonna race us 
Awesome. I love that. I love that street scene, like in London as well. It's really cool. Um, it's just got such a good energy about it. Yeah. I, I, do you know what? It's always, that was like quite early on as well when I'd written that song, I think. It was that like summer that I'd written it. So yeah. I feel like it's developed, you know, when you start like growing into the song a little bit more and yeah. you're like, oh, you know, I can play that so much better now. But yeah, uh, yeah. But no, it's still a vibe. <laughs> it, it's really cool, and the the vocals are really powerful, and um, you can you can hear that in the, in the kind of um, in the live kind of version there. And um, yeah. I don't know. It, there's a there's a few things that kind of brought to mind, like it, the the vocal kind of a little bit reminded like London grammar kind of um, thing okay, kind of going cool. on, which yeah. uh, which I really love. And um, yeah, it was really cool. Um, we've had some really good comments. Uh, Mr. Sesh loved that. Mr. Sesh is a bit of a uh, fan of the uh, podcast. He comes along. Um, Who's such that? a sick is that video. Sam? Sam, yeah, that's okay. Sam. Yeah. Hello, Mr. Sesh. Okay, Sam. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> um, so we've had some really cool. So tell us a bit about that song. Tell us like, like why you wrote it and what it, kind of what it's about, if you like. Yeah, so I've just seen Rosanna say, I remember when you wrote this, because she was actually there the day that I wrote it. Oh, wow. Um, because um, basically it was two years ago, we were about to go to this like day festival and the sun was shining and it was like in the morning and uh, my brother was, because I live with my brother, and he was like in his studio room, like with playing some drum and bass, you know, and the energy was high. And um, yeah, and I just, before I was getting picked up, I was getting picked up by Rosanna, some other friends, to go off for the day mm. um, and have some fun. And I just sat down with the guitar. I was like, I've got 20 minutes. And I just like bashed the song out, basically. Um, I think the second verse came like um, maybe a couple of days later or the next day or something like that. But basically the most of the song came within like 20 minutes. And I think it was just, again, it's like, just cause I was like in, I like, had good energy and I was yeah. feeling like, you know, and it, the song is about kind of going and having fun with your friends and just feeling free and feeling like pumped up and like, you know what I mean? Like you're kind of, and like feeling that love for like your friends and life and all of that. So I think, yeah, that's what the song's about. And I feel like that's why people love it so much as well. And I still love singing it cause it's, it's just a good vibe. <laughs> yeah, I definitely get that. And, and it, yeah, it has got a great feeling in it. And I, I like the video because you can feel the bustle of people in the background and it makes you mm. kind of feel kind of quite alive and, and remember what kind of like the scenes were back then, like with the busking yeah. and everything. Yeah. Um, and Martin says, one of my favourite Discover TV sessions recorded in Camden. Um, so did, did you do one in Camden then? That must have been Yes, cool. yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, I wasn't sure whether to send you that one as well, but mm, I thought, mm. well... Yeah, it was either between, because there's a video that we did as well, um, and it was either between that one or that. And I thought this, the, the busking video has got a bit more of a, because it's like me busking, so I can talk yeah. about that as well, you know? But yeah, we did one as well, which was really good. 
um, around kind of around the same time, I think. But yeah. And yeah, that's awesome. So was it written like in London then kind of kind of thing? Yeah, it was just written in my flat, like just yeah. before I was going out. Yeah, I just kind of sat down. It was like the summer. It was in August, I think, or like July, August time. So it's like summer vibes and yeah, just feeling good. And it just kind of came out. Awesome. <clears throat> yeah. uh, I, I like those kind of songs, which kind of just come out of nowhere and just kind of, um, yeah, kind of like fall out. And, and often they're kind of quite fully formed as well when that happens, which yeah. I find I amazing. Feel- I feel like you can always tell as well. Like I was mm. in this like songwriting session thing the other day with like a load of songwriters. I hadn't met them before. And this mm. girl like played her song. And I was like, I feel like you wrote, I said to her, I was like, I feel like you wrote that in like 15 minutes. And she was like, how did you know? And I was <laughs> like, you can just tell because it just flows yeah. and it's just natural. And it's just like, you just can like, nothing seems like it's been thought about too much. And often they are the best songs, you know, because they're real. Like, Absolutely. You can tell. Yeah. Absolutely. And, <laughs> And that has got that natural flow. So do you do kind of um, a bit, a fair bit of like collaboration and co-writing and stuff like that? Yeah. Mm. Yeah. And I've been getting back into the swing of it more recently. I've been having a few good sessions with people. And, um, you know, I had a session with this band called Tours uh, the other week and uh, this girl called Isabel. And uh, we've written some good stuff. And then I think before like whole lockdown and everything, I was having a lot of sessions with different people for like myself or for like um, other um, artists or like producers. I've done a lot of like dance stuff mm. recently. Um, yeah, I could hear just... that actually. Yeah, yeah. Can you? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I'm quite good with like the dance music stuff, um, mm. and uh, I think it like calls for like big vocals, so I can do that quite well. Yeah, so yeah. I've, I'm working with. I was supposed to be in Germany the weekend just gone um, for like a session with uh, this house duo called Tube and Burger, and um, I've worked with them before, and mm. they're amazing. They're awesome like producers. They've done really well in like the house music world, and um, but unfortunately I couldn't go because. Yeah. you know how it is in Germany and uh, <laughs> yeah. you know in a lockdown and I said to the guys I was like I don't think this is a good idea and they were like nah you'll get it you'll get it but I didn't but it's all good oh. but we had another session some other sessions over the weekend and we did this kind of like garage two-step tune which is quite cool so yeah, yeah lots so of stuff tell us how that kind of works because uh, you know obviously I've done some collaboration and co-writing but I've never written for like dance music really so do yeah. they have do they have like a a set kind of structure to the music and you put vocals over it and, and lyrics and stuff like that? Yeah, like it tends to be that they usually have like an idea or a track that's almost fully produced and then um, it can work in different ways. Like sometimes mm. they'll just send me the track and then I'll just like send over ideas and we go back and forth and they say, yeah, I like it and then I'll properly record it. Um, and then other times I've been in sessions with people like, um, uh, like I went in with... Um, uh, this panic, um, which are like a new like house duo as well, um, recently, and that was really good. And we kind of wrote it together. But they tend to leave like the writing and stuff to me because at the end of the day, like yeah. they're the producers, and it's like you know you do your thing, and it's like yeah. And I think often, I think it is sometimes easier in sessions like that when when people when producers aren't trying to like, I don't know, take control fully of like you know yeah. and use your voice as a way to like for their own like self-expression lyrically and sometimes that's cool but it's like you know it can sometimes stunt you and I'm not bashing anyone I'm just (laughs) (laughs) like but yeah so yeah it can work in different ways but um yeah often I'm just kind of left to my own devices and do my thing and yeah then they put it on and yeah awesome well I'm sure that's pretty cool and um yeah oh we've got loads of comments coming here thank you Eric um, glad you're enjoying the podcast and uh, please tune in again uh, we have we have some great artists coming up in the next few weeks as well so um, thank you uh, hi Lucas Sarah and hello says, everyone else Sarah and Mona I love this song the energy is amazing I loved hearing it live a while ago excellent um, and thank you Eric uh, Art Block is my mate another good very good songwriter hello mate how you doing um, another great London songwriter, uh, Wagner, Wagner, some Wagner, nice, some nice uh, smiley faces. So yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I I think that's a really good, really good song. So um, so I've just got this is a kind of time when we will uh, get some like more audience questions as they come in. But I kind of got some 
uh, one pint, one song kind of questions, which I ask every every time. Okay. Um, okay. So they're kind of pretty just easy kind of <clears throat> things. So okay. um, are you an evening or a morning writer or do you write all day or, or is it kind of ad hoc whenever? I was going to say most evening, evening, yeah. like late, late, like, you know, just before I'm supposed to go to bed and then it sparks type thing. Yeah. But then at the same time, when I, when I say to myself, actually, I'm going to get up and before I even brush my teeth, get dressed, anything, literally get out of bed and get my guitar. Sometimes some great stuff can come then as well, but probably mostly evening. Yeah. 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 I, mm. I, I would agree. I, that's the same with me really. Yeah. Um, and you can you write anywhere do you, wherever you can be um or is there certain places you you prefer um i don't know i feel like it's got to be not always no i think sometimes when you try too hard to like you're like okay i feel like things are a bit stagnant just sat at home so i'm gonna go off to the park or something like that and yeah. you put too much pressure on it having to like oh you know i'm gonna change my environment and like that's gonna do something but yeah. it doesn't always it doesn't really i think actually the best thing to do is actually just to go and experience different things sometimes you think okay i'm not gonna do anything for a week and just sit and try and write something but then you're not experiencing life then you've got nothing to do you know yeah. what i mean if you go and like see people and go somewhere else and travel somewhere or whatever then you're it's gonna that's gonna spark more yeah inspiration yeah. creativity absolutely mm -hmm. i think that's one of the hardest things i found about lockdown was that i'm very much someone that loves kind of moving around and, and going and seeing people and traveling about yeah. doing gigs and stuff and that was where i got all my inspiration for like writing really um so then when i had to be kind of stuck in the same place all the time it it was pretty hard to get that inspiration and um, because you need that kind of natural flow, you're subconsciously taking in all this kind of information yeah. or, you know, all these feelings and stuff. Um, and then, yeah, it can just come out at, at random times of, of the night. You never know yeah. really, do you? Mm -hmm. um, and did, when you, um, when you first started playing that song, did it surprise you how well it was received or did you, did you always know with that song? Did you think, I think this is going to go down well? I feel like you. I feel like you know if it's a good. I feel like you have a good feeling, right? You can yeah. you know when you're writing it. This feels good, and when it comes easy as well, and and like naturally, you know that there's something there because of that. But I don't think you can ever like predict that people. I don't think I could ever predict like that people were gonna love it as much as they did. Um, yeah, I don't know. I think it's um it's a bit of it's turned into a bit of an anthem, I think, and like, you know, one that people can sing along to, which is yeah. really nice. But no, I actually think sometimes I kind of um I've actually started not showing people so much like initially my first ideas because I always used to show like mm -hmm. my housemates or like, you know, people I'm close to send them little things and then like that can really like make a difference as to whether you carry on writing that song or not. Because, yeah. you know, you know straight away, the people that you're close to are going to be honest with you. So if they're like, if they're like, yeah, it's all right. Yeah, it's, it's good. You know, you're like, oh, OK, it's not one of my best. There's no point. Yeah. And then you stop writing it. But I, that's one thing I've tried to get better at is literally just even if you think it's not great, just finish the song. Because yeah. then once you've got the song out, then you can move on to something else and it'll probably be much better. So I'm trying that, to do more that more. That's it. And that's really good advice to anyone that's kind of starting out in songwriting yeah. is yeah you kind of have to get it out of your system don't you you kind of have to do go through the process of it and get it done and whether it becomes something that you put on an album or maybe just a, a track that you play every now and then it's important to get it get it done i think like yeah. you say um and um yeah okay yeah so one other so uh, one other question is that i ask everyone really if you could co-write with anyone who would it be? Um, can be anyone in the world, basically. Who would it be if I could co-write with anyone? Jesus. Not Jesus. I mean, I just, I just, I just, <laughs> that would be an interesting song. <laughs> can you imagine? Actually, I would co-write with Jesus. I mean, wouldn't you? Like, Look, like imagine the stories uh, he he could bring yeah. to the table. <laughs> <laughs> Lots of inspiration there. Yeah. Um, I don't know, probably like, I mean, what, can they be dead? Because I mean, yeah. like Freddie Mercury, oh, you wow. know, like, yeah, wow, like, yeah. why not? Like, um, I don't know, he's, yeah, um, someone that's a bit different. I'm going to say Freddie Mercury, let's stick with that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, imagine that. I mean, he'd, he'd be an amazing energy, I imagine, to, to co-write with. I was always a, a fan of Queen when I was growing up. Yeah. And um, yeah, brilliant. And, and so what, what kind of... Um, before we move on to the other song we're going to talk about, what what kind of were your influences when you started out? Like, what kind of artists would would um, you say? 
I mean, so obviously when I was like really young, it was all like Spice Girls and like Britney yeah. Spears and everything like that, you know? I remember having, yeah. like I had a Spice Girls necklace. I've got a picture of me standing on a chair like this with like Spice Girls <laughs> necklace on. And um, I had like a Britney Spears poster as well. Christina Aguilera though, she was the one. She was the one for me. Great for but, um, Oh, I love her. But um, I used to always, always listen to that uh, stripped album. But um, mm. And then like Black Eyed Peas are like one of my favorite bands, still are. But then when I like got a bit older it was always like rock music i was like my yeah. parents are really really into their rock music and that like nirvana led zeppelin mm. um and more like a lot of like which i've got into more as i've got older but like a lot of like psychedelic rock and stuff as well like gong and hawkwind yeah. and things like that um <clears throat> so yeah a lot of that and then kind of a lot of like old school reggae like stuff like you know like desmond decker and black uru and, cool. and stuff yeah. like that yeah. uh so yeah and also i guess like because it's hard when you and when you're trying to answer the like what are your influences because i feel like mm. a lot of my the stuff i listen to isn't maybe directly my influences like i listen yeah. to a lot of different music um but i guess like people that really like maybe helped mold me at that age maybe when i was like 13 14 you know where you start when you really mm. properly listening to music and kind of like under like really getting into writing more and stuff as well um people like lily allen you know like the brit pop kind yeah, of like yeah. you know like blur and stuff like that it was into that yeah. kind of stuff um yeah and like some soul stuff as well but I feel like the weird thing is, is I've always been, not so much now maybe, because I've learned to rein it in with the vocals a little bit, mm. but I've always kind of, um, people have always said I'm like, like compare me to like Janis Joplin. And oh, I wow. never used to listen to Janis Joplin. Mm. And then I started like, and then I kind of understand it a bit more now. <laughs> but I think she's always, obviously she was doing, she was like big rock vocals, right? Mm. Um, and I think that's where I get that from. I think that's why people compare because I've always listened to like a lot of rock music and like belters and so yeah yeah loads of stuff oh <laughs> uh, yeah i mean i can definitely hear that kind of that kind of rock attitude as well and and some of the artists yeah. you, that you mentioned um eric says i want to ride my bicycle now but i just saw mona's like it's defo the side trance which just <laughs> yeah. made me crack, cracked me up yeah side trance is my inspiration <laughs> funny i love that um there's some great comments here i can't put them all up but tony says your genuine self shone through in this interview an hour well spent thank you tony oh um Thanks, man. and uh what have we got here yeah we've got loads of great we've got loads of great um great things but actually there's there's a few um things i read um on your on your um bio there's it's i'd, I'd, I'd love to know because I, I do a bit of um copywriting for like musicians and stuff so i write bios and, and things like that yeah and i really loved this um Bit, which is going to be a bit cringy. I'm just going to read it out, oh, but I, I wrote it down. It says, Noala is the special cake. Each song, a slice you wish would never end. I think that's brilliant. I've so, never seen something like that in a bio before. Do you know what? I wish Miguel was here right now because mm. my friend Miguel, my very close friend Miguel, he wrote that. And he's like a genius when it comes to like writing and like just like creative stuff like that. And he always said like, bye, because I was like, do you want to write my bio? And mm. so it was like, yeah. And he always said like bios are just really rubbish. They're either really contrived yeah. or they're just boring. It's really hard to write a good bio. Um, yeah. So this was really nice. The idea that he's kind of like turning into me into me into a cake. <laughs> yeah, I th it's brilliant. Yeah. And like, it really stands out. And, and you're right, because I mean, I think the problem that musicians have as well, it's quite hard to write your own bio and make it sound interesting because you yeah you, it's weird. people tend to just list down what they do and and mm. then kind of leave it at that but yeah something like that it really caught my eye and i was like oh that's that's awesome um so i'm gonna tell him that for sure big I up big up to uh miguel. to him who did, he yeah. did that miguel um <laughs> it's brilliant and um and someone said here yeah we all want we all want nuala cake apparently <laughs> Dean. <laughs> um, we have some great comments. Thank you so much for everyone that's commenting. Yeah, um, I love it when when people come along to the podcast and get involved. That's why we do it live because um, you don't get to have this interaction really in in, in many podcasts. So I, I really love it, um, and we try and respond to as many as we can. But obviously, it's it's hard to do that uh, in an hour. So. Um, so yeah, why don't we, uh, we've got about five, 10 minutes left and what we do, um, we normally end on a song. So we'll chat about um, another song and then we'll kind of play out with it. Um, so the audience can watch that video and listen to that song um, as we go out. 
Um, so which song are we going to um, go for next? So are we, are, we, are we doing another one to talk about or the one that we're going out with? We can, I think we'll probably talk about the one we're going to go out with because yeah. that will kind of make quite a lot of good sense, I reckon. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so this one, everyone knows this one as well. It's um, called Away. And um, this is the one that I said to you before was kind of like the song that I'd always end my sets with before I wrote Keep Running. Mm. And it was always like the anthem song at the end. And it's kind of, I think it's got a similar vibe to Keep Running. That's why. It's funny we're talking about both these songs because... Mm. Yeah, Away is very much about kind of, again, like just like owning your own power, doing what you want to do. But it's more of like a personal one. I feel like Keep Running is a bit more, uh, you know, about being free, with go, like being with your friends and stuff like that. Like it's like a communal, like togetherness type song. Away is more like you have this fire, you can do it. It's like a you can mm. do it song. You yeah. know, like you have that within you type thing. And yeah, it's it when for ages and still now, like that song is very much like gives me it feel, makes me feel like I have power when I sing it. And it's like, I don't know, it just gives me that boost. It's like I needed that to be like, yeah, you can do it, Noala. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it, it it's exactly kind of what I got out of it. Like this it's, it's quite an empowering song. Um, and I, I love songs which kind of um, a great thing that I see in writers is when they they kind of like introduce a song with a bang. They kind of tell you what the song's going to be about in the first lines. Yeah. Um, and it's, I've always had this fire burning deep inside of me. <laughs> Can I, I've yeah. always been a try, don't do things half-heartedly. I get it yeah. straight away and I'm like, okay, now I know what this song's, like what it's about. It's really yeah. cool. Can I just say though, it's really funny because most people do know, yeah, but then mm. it was actually my auntie and someone else, there's been a couple of people that thought it was about sex. Uh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, could you, like, and I was like, oh my God, just people have got such dirty minds. Yeah. <laughs> like, what the fuck? No. But I love that, though. I love it that people, like, you know, it, it's like they're making it what they feel mm. in their head. And I was thinking, oh my God, bless my, uh, my auntie <laughs> and those other people. <laughs> so, yeah. so, so your your auntie like said that's what she thought it was yeah, about. Yeah, and she was like, it's a very it's a very sexual song. I was like, is it? <laughs> I was like, okay. <laughs> so jokes. Yeah. Oh, that's brilliant. That's brilliant. <laughs> it is amazing what people take out of songs, isn't it? And um, yeah, you can be talking about something completely different, and then someone brings it. And sometimes I love it because I'm like. Oh, I never thought you'd get that out of those lyrics, yeah. or um, or um, I. It's it's weird, isn't it? Yeah, it's yeah. it's it's so weird how 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 different people perceive it. But that's yeah. the beauty of it, really, because you could write about what you want to write about, and it might be something else to someone else, which is great. For sure. Um, Melin, uh, sorry, Mona says amazing lyrics in this tune. That's um, cool. And I think she finds the. The, what we were just talking about <laughs> quite funny as well <laughs> um dean says i reckon another hour on this podcast i'd love to dean um we we have to keep it around about an hour for the audio because um, there's a cutoff point but what i will do is invite noala to come back and then we'll maybe talk about another That's song cool. in the in the second series because we're, we're going to hopefully do a second series of this um in the awesome. autumn and then you can tell us all about america as well yeah. Um, and we can even do it if you're still in America because of the yeah. uh, beauty of the of the internet and we've That's all learned good. to kind of do these podcasts on here and Eric has we'll just do one more question from Eric here before we go and we play the song uh, I think Eric asked this once before I want to ask again sorry but did the camping trip inspire a new song new or song, a cue yeah. song we haven't heard yet um not directly. I have written stuff since then, but I actually wrote a song. So yeah, maybe it will come though, you know, um, but various like um, experiences and things and big up my Candy Castle crew because that's who I spent that, that weekend with. Such a good um, night and day. And, um, but yeah, like uh, lots of different experiences can kind of, you know, they, they can kind of inspire at different times and all come together to kind of like bring stuff out of me and that. But I actually wrote a song recently that I might post because my team in America were like, oh, uh, we want you to come up with any songs that are like, uh, that you think could be for John Legend. Um, oh, wow. Weirdly. Yeah, they're kind of, they're in touch with his management and they're kind of interested in hearing some stuff. And I was like, okay, I don't know if I've like, 
I don't know if I'd want to give away anything that I think is really good, but mm. I'm going to write something specifically. So I was listening to all of like John Legend's music the other day and I came up with this song and it's a bit of like, a, you know, it's a love song type thing, but yeah, maybe yeah. I'll post it and see what you guys think at some that, point. That, I mean, that wouldn't that be amazing? Like yeah. get, a song, get a song commissioned for John Legend. That would be, um, that'd be pretty cool. Um, Away should be a number one hit, says Dean. Uh, yeah, why not? Um, Forest party, apparently. <laughs> okay, yeah. Doesn't matter what it's called. God, why are you labelling it? Bless Eric, my bad. <laughs> Mona. <laughs> I love it. Um, so yeah, no, thank you so much to everyone that's um, everyone that's been um, commenting. I've had a really good fun show and i love it when it's like yeah. this because yeah, um, it just keeps rolling and the hot the hour goes past in like what seems like about 10 minutes and yeah. um those are the best shows so um yeah, so for, again thank you so much for coming on um Thanks we we will me. we will stay um online but we'll just be off screen for a second while the sure. um song plays out um and then the show kind of uh the show kind of goes down but um before we go, I'd just like to say thank you to everyone again for watching. Um, if you're listening on the audio podcast, thank you. Um, keep sharing you. it around. Keep listening. They're going to be there forever, these recordings, so you can listen wherever you are in the world, uh, whenever you want, if you're on your holiday or on a train or something like that. We've got 10 episodes now, so we're going to take it up to about 15 episodes before the uh, second series. So keep listening, keep watching. Um, thank you for all your comments and I'll be back next week with another fantastic artist at 7.30 on Wednesday so uh, subscribe if you can to YouTube because that helps us out because it, it notifies, notifies everyone when we're going live so and it's called Isolation it. Gigs isn't it? Uh, yeah so uh, yeah. it's Elliot Porter Music on, on YouTube to subscribe to but Isolation Gigs on Facebook um, is where we post um, and we go live on so all the information um, is at the top isn't it of this so all the information is at the top and um, yeah. I'll put it on the yeah it's on the YouTube thing as well so um, yeah so thank you very much and we are going to play out um, with another very amazing song called Away, Away. Thank you so much, guys. I love you all. And, and thank you, Elliot, for having me as well. This has been really good. Absolute pleasure. And definitely come back for season two. Will Because I know you've got loads of other songs we want to talk about as well. So. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> See you later, guys. I've always had this fire Burning deep inside of me I've always been a trier Don't do things half-heartedly I don't want to watch by getting so sick and tired of being told to take my time And I don't need to chill out and not being too loud I don't want to listen to the lies I want to feel the heat, full the strain in my body I want that, no, I want that, no To be quiet, I'll speak when I wanna speak. I want all I desire. Uh, dreams won't be a fantasy. I 